On this episode of the Third World Podcast, join us as we talk about Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Does J.K. Rowling fix all our issues from the last book? Does Harry do something? Does Voldemort not show up? Find out. Stay tuned. Welcome to another episode of the Third Wheel Podcast. I'm Caleb. I'm Shabs. And we have a very special guest today here to talk with us about Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. I'm Shabs. Oh, wait. I did that already. Yes, you did. All right. We have Sydney. Say hi, Sydney. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sydney. We usually like to start off the episode talking about how we met. So I want to want you to please tell everybody in our audience the wonderful story of how we crossed paths. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yes. Your, your version's way better. <laughs> uh, so, the fall of 2020... Terrible year. Oh, yeah, rough. We were in a small group together at church, <clears throat> and the people who hosted it, you know, we were at their house, and my first impression of Kayla was that we would never be friends. That's true. I, was, I came out swinging. Yeah. Hold on, let me hit the button for that. We have a button for this. Wait, was that for her or was that for you? That was for me. She was, we'd never be friends, she said, originally. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You're right. What, yeah. What, so what did I say that set you off so bad? Honestly, it, was, it wasn't it was even like one particular thing set me off. You were just like so like in your face about everything and I was like... That's true. I was bro, very abrasive. Chill. Yeah. Day one. That's right. Uh, I was too cocky back then. I had issues. Even with the, your friends? We weren't friends yet. That's true. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Uh, she's a good. She's always been a good sport about it, though. Okay. She never uh, let it. She never treated me differently. I guess I just knew you pre cocky, Clay Caleb. That's kind of interesting. It, uh, that's true. You caught me at a, at a mm-hmm. very low point in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you were kicking me when I was most down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do we have on the agenda for today, chaps? All right. Well, we are continuing our amazing journey. Through the Hogwarts universe, aka Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Did you watch the movie yet? No, I did not. Okay, I, I'm glad because I watched the movie before I finished reading the book, and mm-hmm. I was very disappointed. So no, I'm only watching the movies after I read the books. That's good. Um, and good I've been choice. Dis- I've been disappointed every single time. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear our discussion before Sydney on the last couple books? Yeah, I definitely got through the whole Chamber of Secrets. Okay. I got part of the way through the first one. I just kind of well, I worked my way backwards. And... I got you. The audio went bad on the first episode anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. I'm not proud of that episode, but <laughs> but mistakes it, were made. It was it was a good kickoff. I think it was a good conversation. I uh, just realized kind of on the way up here. I'm like, you know what? It's very rare for me to get into a franchise that's already so established with its own like super fan base. Yeah, and for me to actually get into it, like it's rare. And the fact that I'm like actually into it now, I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Like, it's 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 more than I thought it was going to be. I didn't really know if I was going to be like involved in it as much as I am now. And by I say involved, I mean like I'm actually like reading things on it now and doing a little bit more research and like looking forward to the next books and yeah. the movies and whatnot. Even though again, I think we all got our ones in the ring now. Yeah. If I, yeah. If I, would be so bold to say. I think, I think <laughs> so. Very bold of but I definitely knew I was gonna like it. I didn't know I was gonna love it though. So. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> what have I done? I know, right? <laughs> okay, hold on. Alrighty, book three. Did you like it? And was it your favorite one out of the other ones? Well, I did really like it. Yes. Um, is it my favorite one so far? Dude, I think it had. Uh-oh. Well, no, no. I'm just trying to think because like both this one and the last one were really good, but I think I like this one a little bit more. Okay. 
there's a lot more like relatable drama, I think. Definitely. Um, and I, I'm very much in, I, I love the character development. And again, book after book after book, I'm like, she is really, really good at suspense and mystery and trying to piece things together and keeping the audience sort, sort of out of the loop with the characters yeah. rather than characters figure out things before the audience or the audience figure out things before the characters. I thought I had it this time. I was like, okay, I know what the plot's going to be. I know what the twist is going to be. And I was completely wrong. I'm like, all oh, right, yeah. that's awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Sweet. I couldn't see you predicting the ending, the ending to this one. No, that was crazy. <laughs> By the way, full spoilers for this book, yeah, book yeah, three. Yeah. Show them your copy, Sydney. Yours is way better than mine. <clears throat> it's also like brand new, so. Yeah. Hard copy. Isn't that amazing? That's beautiful. I'm shocked. It's embossed. Like you can, that's raised. You and it comes with stickers. That. On my audible it's like, copy, it's like it has braille. it has the um the night bus on it instead <sighs> of the. Uh, that's so cool. Yeah. Okay, so the, the what they always do first is they deal with the Dursleys. Right, so as tradition. How did you like how they did the Dursleys? Well, actually, Sydney, uh, the third book, how is that for you out of the seven? Now, you've read them all. You're a super fan. You love yeah. the franchise. Yeah. Um, you read them several times a year. Twice. Like pretty consistently? Yeah. Uh, yeah, always over winter break and then always over the summer. Over the holidays, okay. like Harry Potter yeah. would. <laughs> Naturally. Okay. Wow, good one. So you're a big J.K. Rowling fan. Are you reading anything under whose pseudonym? I, uh, I'm not. I, I've done the, obviously, the Harry Potter series, the Fantastical Beasts series, what's been put out so far. And then, honestly, I've gotten a lot more into, like, biographical nonfiction. Oh, okay. How many books <laughs> so. you read this year? You've read a bunch, huh? Uh, I'm on book 62. Woo! Yep. That's insane. Wait, are you counting these twice? That's not fair. I know. I, no, I actually don't count those at all. Okay. Yeah. So she's read like 80 books. It's worse. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. So again, I, I might have missed it. Mm -hmm. Out of all seven, where does this rank for you? Prisoner of Azkaban is top. Top wow. for me across the board. Unfortunately. You hear that, Shaps? That means it's all downhill from here. No, no, no. Not, not that it is like <laughs> well, that's what you so mean, far that's what and high above like every other book. But just for me, I mean, in the movies, like, it's peak Harry, um, and I just feel like, you know, you're talking about the character development. Mm -hmm. So much of the character development is laid out in this book, mm -hmm. um, and so many of the chess pieces, um, you kind of get a clearer picture of, okay, where is J.K. Rowling going with this? Mm -hmm. um, and, and you get kind of more of a sense of, you know, who, who really is Harry? Who really is Hermione? Who really is Ron? Um, and I think that I really connected deeply with the characters in this book, more so... Mm -hmm. Um, and it just laid that foundation for the rest of the series. Yeah, I actually would agree with you on that. Yeah. So the third one will be my favorite out of all the ones we've read so far. Okay. I, yeah. I had finished book two previously, as mm. you all know. Yeah. And I was like, I think this is, you know, they, I, th I just feel like they've kind of gotten better as we've gone. Yeah, on. yeah. I mean, I remember having way more gripes with book two than I would do with, uh, that I do with book three. Yeah, for sure. I still love book two, um, just because it had so many jaw-dropping moments that I'm going to remember. It's a solid mystery, too. Yeah, honestly, like, murder mystery, you know, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, book two is the one I was least familiar with going into the series before yeah. I had read them the first time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, okay, what is in the Chamber of Secrets? I yeah. have no clue. That was, that book two was definitely more of a, I can't put this down. This book was more of um I can put it away, but like I'm, I'm almost like at the end of the day, like I think that's like a good stopping point, like in the book, like whenever they're done with their day, like I feel like I'm done with my day, you know. I don't mm -hmm. feel like I have to keep on going. Um, 
it feels very like natural and progressive linear or like storytelling wise so i didn't feel like i had to keep on going so it wasn't like it wasn't like super catchy um but it still kept me going with like the intrigue and like the character development like you were saying yeah well to go back to your first question with the dursleys uh to start it off i, well, I had a question for sydney actually oh, yeah, yeah. so did you agree or disagree with our critiques of the first two books um, okay, so whenever you were mentioning about the Chamber of Secrets, um, I just, it, it, and I don't think it was on the podcast, but it was, like, a while ago, you'd made this comment that you were like, Ooh. I just don't like the Chamber of Secrets, like, like, doesn't make any sense to me, and I, like, <laughs> I took a lot of me not to say something. I don't remember that. <laughs> I do, it, it happened. I didn't say that. He, he definitely said he made didn't a like comment. the Chamber of Secrets? Yeah, he said, like, specifically was like, he's like, this is my least favorite, like, I just don't understand it. Did I text that to you? Yeah. Okay, maybe I did say well, that. Well, <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's, that's, that's a little off subject if it was between, like, off the show. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't remember you saying that. No. On, on no, the no. air, at least. No. Um, but what about what I said on the air? Did you, do you, do you remember? My biggest things were Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. He's not a good wizard. And then, two, Voldemort is the worst villain out of Voldemort every... just needs to keep his <laughs> lack of nose out of the business. <laughs> <laughs> Um, honestly, Voldemort is not my favorite villain in the series. That's good. Thank you. Um, is it so I, I'm sorry. <laughs> is he? <laughs> you know, that's a great question. You know, if it is, you should probably comment and let us know. Yeah, if please he is. let us know. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as Harry and his wizarding prowess, um, I think that the movies really kind of, um, make him seem like some like godlike super wizard um mm. but the books do not portray him as such like he is just this average boy escaped you know because of his mom um average with a capital a capital yes 100%. love triumphs over evil right it breaks all magic <laughs> okay <laughs> all right well let's not go back too far That's into fine. book two but... but but so you did you would disagree with our critiques of it you like dobby the elf don't you um, I think Dobby is very annoying in the second book, but, like, his character develops a lot more. And so by the end, like, I'm not, I won't do any spoilers, but by the end of his, like, character arc or whatever you want to call it, um, I definitely was, like, very emotional. So okay. I still stand by what I said about Dobby in the book, too, how I think he truly was trying to help Harry in every way that he believed he was, even if it wasn't helpful, which to me... Like, yeah, it's kind of a Jar Jar arc, but I still found it endearing mm. and kind and nice. Well, sitting out the only one who said that, we've gotten several comments about how Dobby gets better later. I yeah. don't know what y'all are talking about, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and pretend I didn't hear it. Well, let's yeah. let's get right into book three. Yeah, let's, get, let's do get into book three. So I... we start off with the obligatory Dursley scene. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, you got Dudley, you got Uncle Vernon, you got Aunt Petunia. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and then, then you got the sister. Yeah, or... who's the sister? Aunt, Aunt Marge. Aunt Marge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got to consult the codex over here. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need that because I, I'm, I'm terrible with names. That's true. I'm going to need your help for this. <laughs> dude, um, Harry freaking standing up for himself. Like, Well, he did that last book, too. Not really. What are you talking about? Well, maybe I'm thinking of the movie where he yells at his uncle and aunt. I mean, like, this is the first time he's been like, don't freaking mess with me. Like, beginning and end. Like, this book... He freaking cast magic for the first time on someone in his life that's a muggle, you know? Like, yeah. 
That's pretty crazy. And actually, like, it kind of, I don't know if the books go into this any, at all. It probably doesn't. But there is sort of like this very, especially after reading the end of this book, a very, like, unhealthy um, complex going on. So, like, you have this super wizard that can literally do anything to these muggles, these normal people, and their only response to it is to be abusive, hmm. you know. Um, and it just, I again, I don't know if the books go into that at all, but it sounds like they're setting up for something, like, really crazy. I don't know if that if it goes into that at all, but, like, I can't imagine being in like the minds of the Dursleys having this kid, you know, who's like basically a freak in their eyes and can also like say one word and probably let the house let, light the house on fire and get away with it, you know, like. Um, but also for their response to just be abusement and like suppressing and like keeping him down, like I, I don't I don't think it's healthy either way. But I think it was funny and that he actually well the way he uses magic, but also the fact that he finally stand up for himself. He's like, I'm going, I'm leaving. I'm done with this, you know. Right. So good for Harry. Like he's definitely he's definitely grown up a little bit, you know. Yeah, I very much enjoyed Cornelius Fudge in this book. Yeah, the Minister of Magic. But so, do you have any thoughts to what he just said, Sydney, about him being able to stand up for himself and? To... Yeah, yeah. I, I have a lot. You, Caleb, you know this. I have thoughts about like everything. Um, I feel like he could. Well, I have easily... to ask you, otherwise you won't chime in. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people would say this. I'm sure. I think he could easily be a villain. Funny enough, Harry. Harry. Like, well, that's what I'm kind of trying to get at. Mm -hmm. Because he's growing up in this abusive household, where sure. like the only way he can stand up for himself is to use his magic. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the evil. That is set up for a villain. I'm not saying he's going to do that. I'm. I know he's not going to become a villain. But I'm just saying, like, he. I, I think a lot of people have oh. put. Have like. <laughs> I think a lot of people have like pointed this out before. Where like he could so easily become that. The um, real prisoner of Azkaban was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> so I don't he know. Was if inside us all along. I don't know if you ever thought of that before. But just like I mean, that's my outsider perspective of reading into this and looking yeah. at this. I'm like, holy crap! Like he just uses magic, like, and then like didn't really have remorse for it either. He was right. just like, and here's the thing: that's a totally realistic response to this abuse. So yeah. I'm like, this is like, but this is also like how serial serial killers get made, you know? <laughs> like, so in a way, like. They're, they talk about Sirius Black very in the very beginning, how he's also like a muggle criminal and a wizard criminal. Like, yeah. He could become, and I'm t I know what, I know how the book ends, but he could become a Sirius Black, I think. He could eventually become like this wizard killer, you know, um, if he remains in the Dursleys too long. Uh, but that's my character analysis, essentially, of what's going on. Okay. I don't think the books goes in that direction at all, but... I yeah, found not it interesting. Most, but, you know, I agree. That's mm -hmm. a, that's like something they could have explored a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That, but, I, think, I mean, I think it was mostly played for laughs, unfortunately. Yeah, but, yeah, I agree. And I think it would, I mean, it would change the tone too much if you went down there, yeah. even just a little bit. Right, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need a Ray Skywalker moment where she has a vision of her being evil. Um, is there, did you read uh, Cursed Child, Sydney? Harry Potter and the Cursed Child? It's not a J.K. Rowling written book, but that's the, uh, like... Broadway theater right. script. Did you read that? Uh, like when it first came out. Okay, okay. Yeah. Was that any good? Because um, I kind of wanted to read that. I thought it was okay. I mean, it's worth a read if you are invested in the Harry Potter universe and you just like kind of want some that, more literature on it. That explores like an alternate timeline where Voldemort mm. won, I think. Okay. So I don't know if Harry's alive in that though, is he? Uh, he doesn't join voices. I can't say anything. <laughs> Fine. So, okay, well, with that in mind, remember what I said 
for the very beginning because it actually plays into what I want to say later about the end of the book and what I really liked about it. But unfortunately, I just know they're not going to. I know J.K. Yeah. Rowling's not going to do anything about it, which is unfortunate. It's her story. I get it, but I'm like, oh, it would have been so interesting. Same problem I have with Ray, actually. But <laughs> okay, so going forward though, um, you know, it was like one of those generic, like fun, whimsical. Oh, the night bus. You know, that's one yeah. that was like magical. Holy crap! What is this? Like it's. It would make a great ride one day, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, uh, um, she always finds very creative ways to get him to Hogwarts. Like, yeah, book. I've noticed that too. Yeah, it's, I think it's yeah. been different every book so far. It has far, been different every book, which is really cool. Yeah, there's flying cars, there's night buses, there's the Hogwarts Express. Yeah, very good. I, oh gosh, what was I? That was it felt like a while ago, just because I was at the very beginning of the book. There was something interesting that happened around the night bus. Is that where he saw the dog for the first time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, did he know, when did he figure out it was a quote-unquote grim? Was that later? Was I think that was during Trelawney's lesson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that came later. So Remember her name. There was a lot There was a lot <laughs> more set up from the very beginning. Yeah. You know, I noticed that there were like a little details. And there were like subtle details, not like in-your-face details, which mm -hmm. I really liked. And then they referenced them again going forward, which I really enjoyed. Um, do you have anything to say about that segment before I move on just to, to the train. The night bus? Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's so much happened. No. I, oh, he did meet someone, right? I like the... Now, this might have been just the movie, but uh -huh. uh, the, I like the talking head oh, that okay. was jangling. I thought yeah, that was yeah. cool. It was just the movie, by the way. They're not in the book. Okay. Oh, my gosh. You forget you, anything you, I just said. You beta fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I say don't watch the movie before you read the book. <laughs> it messes you up. Um, um yeah. yeah, and I like the idea of the night bus. Like, yeah. I'm like, again, just so much world building, you know, like making everything uh, relatable and just like, oh, everything makes sense, you know, like so, sort of. But parts of me get bugged when I'm like, okay, where was the night bus last time when when yeah, they missed the Hogwarts Express? Yeah, but here's the thing: it's <laughs> either you're going to, if you're going to criticize her about not setting up things Brooks prior, you're have problems with everything. So in my mind, I can I'm, agree with that. I'm, no, I'm going to put aside my critique of, oh, you didn't set up everything. Yeah. I've considered, I've like, I've realized it's fact now. She sure. doesn't set up for everything. Probably <laughs> yeah, little to nothing, honestly. Because next book, same thing. Yeah. Which I'm like, okay, it, I would get upset if it was my critique every single book. So I'm not even going to be upset anymore. It's a way of telling a story. Mm. Um, I don't pre I don't like it when authors say, no, no, it was all planned from the beginning. Right. It clearly wasn't. And I don't think she's ever said that. I don't think she ever has. So I'm not going to hold that against her. Yeah. Um, people say that for her, but right. I don't think she's ever said that before. So I'm not going to hold that against her. A lot of uh, authors do that. So again, moving on, I like how she's at least setting up this world now. Yeah. And she is getting better. She's getting deeper about it. And she's going to continue, I think, on this path of just like making everything relatable and realistic in their wizarding world, which is really cool. Um I think next is the train, right? When they get to the train, or does he go to... Well, he meets Cornelius Fudge first. He does meet Fudge. Where did he meet that? Uh, for any reason, the beginning of the book is a little fuzzy to me. The village, right? What was he... that village called? Yeah. Dagon Alley? He goes to the, the Leaky Cauldron. Is uh, where they yeah. he gets dropped off at. That's, that's right, that's right. And then he meets up with... When does he meet up with the Weasleys? So they come after... So, in, so it's a little bit different here in book versus movie. So in mm. the book... This is where, like, Cornelius Fudge is like, oh, my gosh, like, thank goodness, like, we've been waiting yeah. for you, like, oh, my gosh, like, he That's definitely right. is very much, he's portrayed very differently book to movie, like, he is very, very much 
like not put together mm. and kind of like this bumbling like clearly elected politician that yeah, you would yeah, find yeah. um in the book and then in the movie he's just like put together like oh. kind of almost more of a sinister character i think in the movie but yeah so he gets there in the movie fudge is the one that gives him his books in the book it's hagrid that sends it to him yeah and then this is where he learns about like serious black is on the loose and then i think it's like the next morning he wakes up and then the Weasleys and Hermione are there. Oh, that's what it was, though. He points out, Harry calls him out on him. He's basically like, well, I should be expelled for this, right? I use yeah. magic. And he's like, no, 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 don't worry about it. You know, we already talked to your um, your guardians. You know, we sorted it all out. You know, and he's like, but like, I made a serious crime. He's like, no, no, don't worry about it. You don't worry about it. We're just good. Uh, no, just good. We're going to get you to Hogwarts and it's all going to be fine. Yeah. Um, and then you're like, I... I She's very good at setting up characters to be sinister. I yeah. think I found that he might actually be sinister in that. I was going to say, yeah. Afterwards, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's just stupid. But like um, <laughs> at that moment, I was like, oh, yeah, he's definitely clearly hiding I, something. I'd have to disagree with you. I think he, he's very sinister. Okay, he sweeps, you think so? he sweeps things under the rugs. Like, we're finally getting into some, poli some political stuff. I think, like, I don't think... He's not a mastermind. It kind of feels like there's a mob... Well, which kind of is. There's a mob boss... Up like on top of him mm. that sort of is like threatening which i think we figure out is like malfoy's father so sure um or just malfoy i feel like that's less of an issue though as the books go on really but maybe i'm going too far ahead like i, th I think i think fudge is like his own entity well the thing is though they reference it so many times that malfoy is like intimidating right. the ministry the and like everyone's scared of yeah. him so i think fudge is in that category that's fair yeah okay i understand that um However, uh, I very much enjoy that she's trying to dip into politics a little bit. You get yeah. people above uh, Dumbledore. You get people above the committee. That and then Dumbledore things. will actually like subscribe to their authority sometimes. Yeah, which I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. Like, there's respect there. There's like or there's structure there, mm -hmm. and there it shows that the characters take it seriously, which means like the audience should take it seriously. You know, right. Because if everyone just, if all the characters just blew off the Ministry of Magic, then no one would really care. Like, exactly. who cares what happens, you know? Yeah, and they're very prevalent in this one. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, they, got, dude, they like, got a firm grip on the school this time. Holy crap. Yeah, so <laughs> this, is a, this is a darker book. Very sure. much so. Okay, but it actually gets darker in the fourth one. Nice. It's so dark you can't see. I'm not joking. All right, moving on. So, <laughs> um, okay, what happens next? So then after they're there... They so again. So okay, I'll explain it real quick. The reason I'm a little fuzzy is because I read like a quarter of the book weeks and weeks ago. Okay. And then this week is when I read the rest of it. Did you like the evil book though? That was like biting everybody. That's later, dude. Book of no, Book of Monsters is there. Yeah. He I opens thought, it. So okay. I thought that was with Hagrid's class. Y yeah. yeah, but he got it at the Lakey Cauldron. Oh, okay. Yeah. In the, movie, in the movie, in the movie, he does the okay, book. Perfect. He opens it in, in in his home or his mm -hmm. room in the Dursleys' home. Actually. This is a rough opening to the book. <laughs> yeah, chefs, yeah, so we got to jog your memory here. Okay. Well, that's fine. You're confusing and then I'll our talk... audience. <laughs> Sorry, we're losing subs right now as we speak. <laughs> I see, the, I see the live counter. Oh, they're all gone. <laughs> God has forsaken this podcast. Well, then help me remember and then i'll tell you kind of what i thought about it just for the first part do you remember the book that was biting the, the yeah. book owner that mm -hmm. was really funny and then like they they gave it to hagrid and hagrid's like oh it, i thought it was funny <laughs> as it's attacking everybody okay so that that makes sense because then he brings it to uh, his class later and everyone's yeah. like what yeah. is this this is awful this is this is not funny at all he's like i think it's funny because um well, you have to like stroke it, you have to pet it or something for it mm -hmm. to like get treated yeah. like an animal. I'm like, that's really cool. Like, I thought idea. it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like bleeding all over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That's, I love Hagrid so much. Dude, oh, yeah, it's awesome. Because uh, at the at the end of the book, they're like, maybe we should put some dragons out front. And then it's like, yeah, oh, like, Hagrid would like that. He's all good. <laughs> dude, he will actually get a child killed one day if he's like... No le- kidding. Legitimately. Yeah, because like the hippogriffs were cool. I know Malfoy's the one that messed it up, but... Uh, that's not like an opening lesson animal. That no, you... <laughs> they had a, they had a point. <laughs> right. All right. right. Well, keeping on track. Yeah. For um. Sure. Let's let's skip ahead to the train then, because that's when I remember. Like that's why I start like remembering really well. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's where we first see the Dementors. Yeah. So okay. it starts off really normal because like they're on the train in almost every book, right? Yeah. Does Neville show up? Does Neville. He pop in? He's like, hey, I lost my frog again. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Um, Poor Neville. Poor Neville. <laughs> Poor Neville. Until like book seven, I think that's all I gotta say. <laughs> like poor Neville. Except, before, well, actually, when they start forming Dumbledore's army, that's before why. Before go, stop. yo, yo, yo. He hasn't read Leave anything. Leave that out, please. Yeah, but it doesn't mean anything to you yet. I. I oh my but gosh, it will. It do will. Don't please do don't. Do I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so um. I knew I'm this all, would happen. I'm only thinking. <laughs> of, I'm only thinking of Lord of the Rings now. So, uh, on the on the train, um. What I, okay, I have a question. Is this my bad memory, or was Scabbard's never with Ron up until this point? Was he always Ron's pet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So okay. this is where book and movie differ, though. Because in the book... I don't so, remember him in the books. Yeah, so in the book, he... After they're at, done at the Leaky Cauldron, they go to Diagon mm-hmm. Alley to get like their uh, books and whatnot. Which book? Which book are you talking about? This one. This one. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's where... Um, they go to uh, this mena- magical menagerie, and that's where Hermione gets Crookshanks. The cat, yeah, yeah. And that and cat's then... not in the book. I mean, in the in the movie, right? Crookshanks. She is. No, oh. she's a. It's a major character. Actually. Yes. <laughs> I know, but I was like, I don't remember. I don't remember Crookshanks. Really? In, in the movie. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. At all. She's not like. Super, she's not as obvious, I think, in the movie as she is in the books, which is maybe where. Okay. Um, I feel like I just watched it and I was like, wasn't there a cat supposed to be in this? Okay, so but. Scabbard specifically. Yeah, they was talk he, about... Was he yeah. always in the books? Because I don't remember him in the books. So they say that he's... A, in the movies, he's like a family pet. Yeah, like he's right. been there forever. But like, in the books, no. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, I'm yeah. not crazy. Yeah. Because like in the movies, I know I saw him in the movies. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I don't remember this rat in the books. No. And it makes sense if you're making the movies because you're like, okay, I'm setting up for this character. Hold on. No, Scabbard's is in the I don't books. remember him, dude. He is. Uh-uh. Yeah. When? And he's always had him. He's like, yeah, he's been in the family for ages. He doesn't do much. That was in this the book. Movie. Yeah. No, he, it was in book two as well. Or at least book one. Because he always got everything secondhand from his brothers. I don't. I don't know. I felt like that was. That's one of the things that I was impressed she actually planted early on. I remember that specifically. If that's if that is yeah. true, then I'm impressed. Yeah, I but I was I'm, impressed. I'm just like really completely like blanking on whenever he popped up in the other books. So if that's true, then awesome. Yeah, Good it was job. always on the train though. Because remember, it because they brought how uh, he bit Crab and Goyle for them. You know, in one of their earlier encounters. Okay, I do remember that. Yes, I think. that was in there. So okay, yeah, all right. Scabbards has been in the. So books. Scabbards has been in the yeah. books. Mm-hmm. But I remember. Okay, so whenever Hermione did get Crookshanks, they talk about um, Scabbards, mm-hmm. yeah, and they say like, "Oh, he's just a normal rat. He'll live like for three years." Yeah, right. Which is obviously a little bit of foreshadowing. Not that you know, you know that at the beginning, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's just it's funny. You're like, oh. Well, I, I love it when you figure out who Scabbers is, and they were like, didn't you find it weird that he's still alive after 12 years? He's like, I took really good care Dude, of it. I was dying when Ron was like, you've been in my bed. Yeah, like, <laughs> All right. That was hilarious because, because he's like, haven't I been a good pet to you, yeah, Ron? Like, he's like, <laughs> like uh, let me find out how the book put it because he's Dude, like. Dude, I can't wait for the movie reaction. <laughs> just like, yeah. oh gosh, that Ron actor, he's funny. Oh, go ahead and keep talking. I'm going to find that. So, uh, the rest of what happened on the train, specifically. Um, they introduced a new professor. Quote, unquote, introduced. He's sleeping. But, uh, Professor Lupin, who I thought was going to be, like, another throwaway character. But he actually turns out to be one of my favorite characters so far. Dude, Lupin is the best Lupin thing Lupin is, ever. like... I thought he was too nice. I was like, okay, this guy's got something, you know. He's got something about him that's off. But he's... Because he's so freaking nice to Harry. And just to everyone, but like Lupin is generally is the best, which is really cool. I'm glad that we can just like characters and <laughs> they turn out to be fine. The Dementors, the setup for them, if I didn't know every little freaking thing about them, I kind of wish I didn't know about them. Like, I wish I didn't know what their design was before. I wish I didn't see a hundred clips, you know, online about them. Regardless, it was still a really cool and showing yeah. scene, you know, to set up. And then like... It was a little confusing because, like, I couldn't really tell what happened and what didn't because Harry passed out. Right. And people didn't really... The people, like, acted like it didn't happen or something, which was really weird. So I was a little confused about that. Because you describe... Because someone of you described that scene, like, how you remember it. Because what I remember is Harry... Or everyone sees them. The lights go out. Everyone sees the Dementors. But Harry specifically passes out. Then he wakes up and no one can re remember what happened. Isn't that because they drain the soul out of everybody that they come across? I don't think they drained their soul, but like they targeted Harry specifically, and he was the only one who like remembered it. There was something like in that. Well, they targeted him because he has so much like suffering in him, I believe, right? Dementors. I don't know if they actually went over that. You remember Sydney? Uh, I think it's kind of just because of, you know, uh, with his scar, there's a lot of things that come with it, but I think that that scar had like magical like traces of you know Voldemort's magic, and so they're Dementors, right? Like they're mm. you know. Um, and so they are able to, I mean, whenever they see something that, you know, looks similar to what... Well, okay, so what is described in the book, though, is what I'm asking. Oh. Not necessarily what... Well, he passed out, and then he yeah. wakes up. And, and then everyone's like... Everyone's like, dude, you passed out. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a, he's the only one that passed out. And he's okay. A, he's upset about it because he's like, why am I the one they targeted? Okay, so I that's, my, yeah, I'm that's the only good one that set up because out. then he... Yeah. Be, I think that is where well, it is. It's where he developed his fear of the Dementors. Right. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then Lupin comes out, and he just he's sleeping the whole time. He just wakes up yeah. like Jesus. He's like, shut up. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. they're gone. Uh, I really like that. Um, but yeah, freaking creepy as hell. And then like <laughs> later on, you just see them swarming the castle, and it's yeah. like, oh crap, I have to deal with these now every day. And I, I love how there's conflict between Dumbledore and the Dementors. Like yeah. he hates them, and mm. he hates how they the new status quo. Right. What I what I love is in the books how. Whenever there's a presence that's outside of Dumbledore's control that mm -hmm. takes over the school, like you feel it because yeah. now their their activities are restricted. Right, the curfews are stronger. Uh, Harry's more limited on what he can do. Yeah, you know, you it feel presents it. like a lot of challenge, extra challenges, and also yeah. I liked how they didn't sign his permission slip to go to Hogsmeade because then that means he has to be creative about it. Yeah, so it sets up a lot of um, ingenuity on his part. Uh, well, not his part per se, but yeah. <laughs> um, that the idea of having these things like 
holy crap, it's just the way they're described, the fact that these are like allied with the wizards, and you only you don't really know where their allegiance is. It's kind of described as them being like animals, like they, right. all they want to do is feed. Right. But they're negoti like you can negotiate with them, but at the same time they're like it's almost like pack packing with demons. It's really weird because like they truly have a hunger that trumps everything else, all their motivations. Yeah. And Dumbledore, it says that he talks to them. And like no one else, I don't think, talks to them, talks to them. Yeah. And they're upset with him. He's upset with them. And they like loosely sort of follow his, right. uh, like not orders, but command, you know, like yeah. his wishes. So it's like, what are these things? <laughs> like, they're so weird. Um, that's what I love about them so much because like, there's a lot of mystery. They don't really talk about where they came from. They just talk about like how... Yeah, they're the Azkaban guards, and like that's about it. Um, yeah. But they don't really share what their allegiance is. Because Azkaban's not even an actual prison, if yeah. I'm correct. It's just like an island, and it's just there's so many Dementors there that are feeding off the So prisoners. I actually thought we were going to see it, but we actually don't see that in this right. book, uh, which is fine. Yeah. Um, it just adds up to the uh, mystery, I suppose. But, like, yeah, it, it is, is it described, like, where they come from or who they align with? Or do they just serve the ministry, or are they, like, sort of adjacent to the ministry? I don't think they're like actually a part of the structure at all, right? No. Yeah, no, I really. think they're literally just they're kind of their own thing. And, yeah, and um, they they and, they obey the Ministry of Magic in a mm -hmm. way, but in, in the way that like prison guards would, you know. So like yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, here in Texas, TDC is the prison system, mm -hmm. right? So you got they they work for the state, right. so it's the same thing. They're like yeah. state employees. They have no soul. They just go to work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They kind of sure. work the same uh, yeah, yeah. work philosophy. Okay, they're all they, they just want to feed. They want to feed off of love and memories and magic. American prison guards, got pretty it. much. <laughs> they want to feed off your magic. That's it. No, <laughs> please um, don't suck my magic out. <laughs> that's that's a really cool idea. Uh, thank you for putting it that way. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. But like, I like that. Yeah, um, definitely. Because you're always one. Because the whole time during the book, they are sort of writing the line. Yeah. Of what Dumbledore said, yep. and they're like sometimes attacking students. It's like holy crap, and these that's things the are thing. dangerous. <laughs> you got you got these uh, state correctional officers mm. that have to answer to a school headmaster, right? And there's a disconnect where the two hierarchies kind of hate each other. So you know yeah, I mean? especially the, because of the fear that Harry has, like it begs the question: like, is this an is this truly a necessary evil, right? Or is this even worse? Yeah, because like these things literally are just as dangerous as Sirius Black, if not more so. Because uh, they said they target the soul, not just the body, so right. which is way worse. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's freaking terrifying. Uh, so Harry gets to school. Suddenly, they introduce a whole bunch of new classes, which I really like. Um, yeah. Let me ask uh, Sydney, what's mm -hmm. your favorite Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher? Well, that's a, that's that's easy. <laughs> well, hold on. Yeah. Hold I was going to say Lupin. <laughs> uh, even I know that. I haven't read all the books. Dude, there's never going to be a better one. Yeah. <laughs> Unless Snake gets in that role, there's never going to be another better one. Right. So, I mean, out of all three... They're all evil. So, so like, <laughs> out of all the evil ones. Yeah, no kidding. I forgot the first guy was straight up Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Coral is just like kind of like... one-tenth Voldemort, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Coral just seemed like... I don't know, kind of like a adult. I don't know how else to say that. Like, kind Cole of was pretty boring. Yeah, uh, until like the very end. When, but he still sure. was. Like it was the fact. The only thing that made him interesting was that he had Voldemort in his head. I will say. I thought that that killed his character. Honestly, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Uh, Gilderoy Lockhart, I love. Yep. I will say that. But like as a character, not as a dark yep. arts teacher. Yep. Lockhart is hilarious. I wish he came back, but because <laughs> I you, love him. Were you shocked that he was? Um, Oh, shoot. I lost my thought. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, Lupin, were you shocked he was a werewolf at the end? Was that a good reveal for you? Um, was I shocked? Yeah. I was you. I was more surprised by what the mystery was, not that there was a mystery. I knew he was hiding something, definitely. But like the fact that he was a werewolf, I'm like, oh my god, he just got cool. <laughs> His last name is Lupin. Like that was the biggest I was like, Lupin. oh, werewolf. Like of yeah. course, Hermione figured it out before everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I knew from the very beginning. I just we know you did. It. Shut up. <laughs> oh, that's the thing. In this book, if someone tells her to shut up, Snape does. I'm yeah. like, holy crap. <laughs> Finally. That you, scene made me so mad for You the know movie. it all. I'm like, <gasps> Snape, honesty. That's good. But okay, so. Can we uh, talk about Quidditch? We haven't actually sat down and had a good discussion about Quidditch yet. Um, and I've been meaning to talk about it for now three books. Let's let's talk about the. Um, oh, I'm sorry. What's the what's the class called about telling the future? Divination. Divination. Let's talk Divination. about that real quick. Fine. Because uh, it's a new class and it's relatively mm-hmm. in the very beginning. It's very boring. Yeah. <laughs> it is a little. It is a little boring. And to be fair, I don't remember quite what the tellings were and how they relate to the end of the book. Um, kind of like the whole Dobby plan. You know, like I don't well, I don't quite remember how she, they. She only got one prediction, right? Yeah, but like that was supposed. To, well, Harry got one, I think, as well, right? Yeah. And that was supposed to be like the thing that sets up the rest of the book. I, to be honest, I thought the book was fine without it. Um, I don't remember the divination at all, you know. But um, I think it was said something about him dying. Yeah. Because he, yeah, it, it was a red herring because all it did was talk about how he was going to die, and then everyone said ignore it. And he's like, I can't ignore it because I've been, I'm seeing gr- um, grins everywhere. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, you're not. <laughs> just, just get over it. So it was a bit of a red herring, but like. I, I don't know. I thought we could have done without it, to be honest. What about you, Sydney? What do you think? Divination. Uh, so divination, I think there's two interesting points from this class. Uh, the first one is, in the book, Parvati and Lavender are like fangirls for Trelawney. And so whenever she makes that, tri- that prediction that someone's going to be gone from the class by Easter and then mm. Hermione leaves, which is my other point about this class, is um, they're like, oh my gosh, Professor, you were right. Like, oh. Yeah, that, um, that's the exact same impression I got. No one... <laughs> No one takes it seriously. Even Dumbledore <laughs> makes fun of it. Dumbledore. Like, he's like, so, it's okay. It's it's hilarious as, like, a joke. Yeah. Um, but then, like, they try to, it's it's weird. They they try to play both, or she tried to play both. She tried to make it a joke, but also tried to make it, like, a actual threat. Yeah. But it turned mm-hmm. out it wasn't a threat, like, at yeah. all. Which is, you know, kind of funny, but a lot of times dedicated to it is what I'm trying to say. So, I don't know if it really went anywhere for me. But, cool concept. Is Trelawney in the other books? If she's not a major character like this book. I was going to say. Okay, so it really doesn't do anything. All right, Right. it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay. What's it? So this class, too, it um, yeah, I think it's really one. interesting for Her- Hermione's character because um, Trelawney's like, you can't work to be good at this class. Like, it's a natural thing. Like, yeah. you have to have an affinity for it. Which is the opposite of what she's used and, to. Yeah, Hermione, yeah. Hermione's so frustrated. And I, I think I really relate to Hermione in, in these moments mm-hmm. because I'm like, yeah, like, to some extent, like, I get that, but... I would be frustrated too. Like I really understood Hermione in these. This moments. is, I think, this is the class that made her break down, right? Yeah. Yeah, because later she actually like quits, which is like so not, you mm-hmm. know, Hermione. So yeah, I guess if for Hermione's character, it's a good setup. I just don't like how they focus too much on, or they focus so freaking much on the Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, you know, future telling, which just doesn't happen. So let me go ahead and say this book handles both of my previous complaints with the series. Okay. One. Voldemort's not in it. Thank God. Yeah. I know. A, a different villain. I was expecting him to turn up. Like, yeah. they were, oh, God, here he comes. 
uh, the dog turns into Scabbard's is gonna freaking <laughs> do a seance and summon like a image of Voldemort and Harry's right. gonna trip or something yeah. and he's eventually gonna spill over yeah. and he's gonna die. Yeah. Longtime listeners of the show know I hate Voldemort with a fiery passion. <laughs> not for the right reasons. Not for the yeah, not because I feel like he's a terrifying villain, but because <laughs> he's the worst. <laughs> he's not powerful or threatening. Mm -hmm. He's not in this one. And it, and the book is all the better for it. Yeah. Thank you, J.K. Rowling, or whatever pseudonym you go under nowadays. <laughs> you, you know, this book was actually really close to not having a villain. Yeah, it was this close. It was really, really close. Yeah. I would almost go say it basically didn't have a villain. Because, like, yeah. even Scabbards, he wasn't doing anything threatening. He was right. just, he had someone after him, and that's why. And it was good at making you pity him. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. he's like, he has to go back to Voldemort, mm -hmm. and Voldemort's not pleased with him. Right, exactly. And so he's, he's, so, kind of and he's so pathetic mm -hmm. at the end of the book. Like, nobody wants anything to do with him. Neither yeah. Sirius or Lupin. Uh, Ron for sure doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so I found that part I wanted to read real quick. Uh -huh. So he goes crawling to Ron. And then he's like, you know, Ron, haven't I been a good friend, a good pet? You won't let them kill me, Ron, will you? You're on my side, aren't you? He's like, ugh. But Ron was staring at Pettigrew with the utmost revulsion. <laughs> dude, and I saw I, his face and I was reading like, that. I was like, what were you thinking? Like, <laughs> yeah. Dude, like Ron... Well, he saved Ron for... I think he saved... Harry for last or Ron for last? I think he said Harry. For yeah, last. but like Ron, Ron hates everybody. <laughs> I'm just like, really, dude? Like, this is the one person. Yeah. What do you think Ron would say? <laughs> oh man, that was a great scene. But that, yeah, that was pretty good. Going forward, you want to talk about Quidditch because that does turn up pretty quickly in this book. Well, the other thing I wanted to address was that Harry Potter actually did something. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> let's get the record straight, everyone. Yeah. Everyone listening, he did something. Thank he God. finally cast a spell on his own. Okay. Okay. He well, learned. He learned. He learned a spell. Yeah. And he cast it himself. Okay. Are you talking about Patronus? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. And it's actually unique to him, which is good. So like, I'm sure everyone's gonna learn that in the next book, but <laughs> it's unique to him right now. I'm like, right. that's pretty cool. I yeah. like that. And okay. he, he, the great thing about that spell is that he he worked really, really hard for it. Yes. And it was out of desperation because it was to conquer a fear. It wasn't because, yeah. oh, just here's this cool thing you can do. It was like, this is this really hard. It's almost like Zuko learning lightning bending. Right. You know, like it's a really hard skill. You know, most people don't pick it up immediately, if at all. You know, um, yeah. you probably, do, you know, like it's better off you not knowing. But like, you know, if you if you have the knife or if you really feel like you need it, then like, I'll I'll work with you. Lupin's such a good, like, I'm going to stay after class to work with the special kid, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, that's why I love Lupin was because, like, he was a very practical teacher. Right. You know what I mean? Like He the, didn't play, he, I don't think he, I think he was like that with everyone, not yeah. just, like, he didn't play favorites. No, no, like, his first lesson was, like, Boggarts, everybody line up, we're about mm -hmm. to, we're about to, like, Yeah, and freaking um, Neville gets, like, yeah. this, the spotlight. I'm like, that's cool. Well, like, I learned, I learned some spells after the, his, <laughs> his class. Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> also, they don't reveal what the orb was, was it? Do they? The what order? So he has a fear. Yeah, Lupin the moon. does. Of the, oh my gosh, is that what it was? Yeah, the moon. He was afraid of the moon. Oh my gosh. Turn to a werewolf. I had no idea. Did they reveal that? Yeah. That was in the last few pages. Where they talk about, oh, okay, I totally missed that, but that makes way more sense. Well, okay, so full disclosure, I finished this book at. 9 15 a.m <laughs> okay. i got up at 6 30 to start reading it i had six chapters left oh, okay gotcha. so i just finished it before y'all got here that so. makes a lot of sense yeah so no the orb was the, the okay fun that makes so much yeah. sense gosh i love that class scene because like he even said there was so much going on yeah that we were all it was all in our face but mm -hmm. we didn't know what it meant right okay 
Yeah, I love how the book describes, basically, he says, ridiculous, but, like, so without passion. Yes. Like, it doesn't even phase him. Ridiculous, you know, yes. like, it, it goes. And then, like, it's been the orb every single time. And yeah. they're like, what the, what the heck does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Same thing when Snape took over Lupin's class. And he's like, today we're going to talk yeah. about werewolves, you know, and then he makes everyone write that essay. Dude, I, yep. oh, my gosh, you're right. Did you miss that, too? No, no, I know Hermione <laughs> talks about that, but, yeah. like, I know, she, I don't know. For some reason, hearing it said out loud you know like yeah. is more helpful than just reading it i guess but sure. like now i'm realizing oh my gosh yeah, yeah. that does make the, the whole book sense. is foreshadowing because like they do I reveal oh snape is that's the thing like he's like giving the potion or he's giving the potion to lupin over and over again I'm like, okay yeah. that's the werewolf talks or tonic right but like the fact that everything is setting up is really mm-hmm. cool i love how lupin expects harry's fear to be voldemort and voldemort's like no uh, it's freaking voice. The only scary things yeah. in my life right now are these Dementors. Oh, all right then. I'm the same way. It's like yeah, like my biggest. Is fear anyone is not scared Voldemort. of Voldemort anymore? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so hilarious. But yeah, they even like so it shows that Carrie is like a better character because he's not freaking scared of the thing that he's beaten three times. Like right. he's a, he's past that. He's beyond yeah. that now. Um, he's really very much scared of the thing that gives him dread. Yeah. Which I think is way more believable. Yeah. And it interferes with his Quidditch, which is really the only thing that's getting him to school. Let's face it. Right. <laughs> yeah, because he's a star of the football team. Yeah, <laughs> that's honestly. the only reason he's passing his classes. So speaking of Quidditch, though, uh, I taught, we talked about this like briefly before we finished the book. Yeah. But there's a scene with Hermione, um, and she, okay. she bails him out. And it's really stupid because... All right, Sydney, agree or disagree with me? This really shows... Harry Potter is not a good wizard because he's sucking at Quidditch because it's raining. (laughs) So he crashes and burns, okay, right before he breaks his broom. Yeah. Right. And Hermione comes out of the shadows. She's wearing her Just like literally, hey... Yeah. I'm hey, Harry, hey, Harry, guess what? Uh, I know this magic spell that will keep the rain from bouncing onto your glasses. <laughs> so she casts it on him, and then he flies away and wins the game. Okay. <laughs> Why couldn't Harry think of that himself? Well, I mean, I think whenever you look at the dynamic between Ron, Hermione, and Harry, you see that, like, he's not, he is not the brains of the group. Like, Hermione is the brains of the group. I agree. She is, the she's sh- the mastermind, she's the quarterback, she is the, <laughs> the CEO of that friend group. Okay, but, okay. you know what I'm No, but think about this. <laughs> the, the, the this series. is the school for magic. Yes. And you literally cannot survive unless you learn this magic. This isn't like, That's right. oh, well, I was, <laughs> you know, like, I read one too many textbooks about you know, chemistry, and now, like, I can give that to my friends. Like, yes. what if the entire school was chemistry? <laughs> That's really bad if you can't think of a simple spell. Here's my thing. Hermione, I really appreciate rain. all the work you've done, but I thought I was reading Harry Potter. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's right. I forgot he's a sim. <laughs> oh, yeah, White Knight. White Knight. <laughs> yeah, I think this actually was, like, more of Hermione's arc than anything. Yeah. Well, actually, no, I take that back. She Harry out, did have an arc, I will say that. He did, but okay. Hermione he, definitely did have... To his credit, it, he cast a Patronus spell on his own, no right. help. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm proud of him. And he tried and tried and tried and tried. I was yeah. like, okay, so he actually does have quite a bit of development. I think it's 50-50 split between him and Hermione. I don't think Ron got that oh, much development. Oh, no, time. Hermione uh, whipped out the MacGuffin at the end. It was like, okay, you ready to fix the book? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh! Freaking freaking Dumbledore. He's like, okay, if only we had some more time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Dumbledore. (laughs) Um, Yeah, let's go with Hermione. So, like, she takes in the very beginning more classes than anyone, 
and like they kind of point out like oh that's a lot of classes oh no but i just got i need to i need to i want to take this, this is what the heck are you studying muggle, muggles for you are a muggle it's like oh well you know like you never know what you might find out you know um and then everyone thinks it's innocent at first so i'm like okay that's cool and then like you really start to see like the bad fruits of it yeah um her just starting to like kind of break down and like snap and it shows real life pressure i oh, think yeah really well yeah um especially from a child's perspective which is really really cool yeah she breaks down in tears plenty of times yeah once well, like holy crap yeah and then like ron is just such such a piece of work yeah he's <laughs> my rat <laughs> <laughs> i love ron but he's kind of mean my gosh what do, think, what do you think sydney i love ron so okay so to put us in perspective so i i teach eighth grade they're in eighth grade in this book. Oh, cool. That's so, like, perfect. seventh graders in the Chamber of Secrets, like, that just blows my mind, because I'm like, seventh graders in my class, like, lick glue. So, um... Well, let's not put it past Harry. <laughs> True. Um, I, yeah, Her Hermione is just, like, doing what Hermione does best. I think the book definitely sets it up for, like, you know, what how, how she's been taking so many classes and, like, the toll it has on her. The book yeah. definitely sets that up, because mm -hmm. in the movie, she's, like, you know, she's happy, she's chipper. They don't really show it, kind of... <coughs> Um, and until like the very end, I, I think um, is really whenever it starts to show. Mm. So that kind of was a, a gap in the plot a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ron is much different in the book than in the movie. Like the movie, they portray him as this like stupid, like he can't do anything. Um, like you know, he agrees with Snape whenever he calls her a know-it-all. But like mm. in the book, he like him and the class like they totally are pissed at snape because of how he talks to hermione in that one yeah. scene and calling her a know-it-all so yeah that was the book right when everyone was yes. like holy crap dude, yeah chill out like even i think that but like you can't just say that <laughs> right <laughs> right um yeah I, I just think that you know hermione is still doing what hermione does mm -hmm. and that is be, again be the backbone of that friend group i love and... what i love about that scene is that i can see both ends like i think hermione at one point had to be told that sure but, like, also to see all the kids, like, rally behind her, like, that was also really cool to see. Even though Ron was pissed at her at the time. For right. him to be like, no, no, like, I don't actually mean it, you know. Well, mm -hmm. Sydney, what do you think about Snape's development of this book? Did he get any? Did he get any sufficient? He was meaner in this book. He, yeah, I, oh, I would agree. Worse. I would oh, agree. Really? He, um... I don't think he really did anything that was, like, redeeming in this book. Mm -mm. Um, which is a shame, because I really like it when he does look a little redeeming things. It shows that Harry doesn't know everything. Yeah. About Snape. And this, at the very beginning of this book, he straight up says he hates Snape. Yeah. And at the first, I was like, where'd that come from? Because, like, he learned in book one that Snape saved his life and that his father saved his life at one point. So, I obviously, you know, Snape targets Harry, but, like, when did that hate development come in? Mm -hmm. And even in book two, they didn't really interact a whole lot. Right. Um, Snape was actually a little helpful in that book, if I remember correctly. He didn't really, like, bother Harry that much. So, I don't know where the hate came from. Um, but doesn't really get resolved in this book either because Snape really is just like right. really jerky for whatever reason, yeah. like especially so in this book. Yeah, and it turns out it's kind of for a silly reason. <laughs> he has like a grudge against like a few people, which is like fair. But yeah, I agree. I don't know. I don't seems, any, it seems below him. <laughs> I don't have any problems with this book. I right. honestly think it's like. I think it's almost like her best one. I think it's well put together. Mm -hmm. It's it's got the pacing pretty much down. Yeah. At the end again, we get to where everyone's like just dropping all the exposition. 
but Dude, it was, yeah, it got but, a little tiring. But it wasn't as bad as last book, where literally Tom Riddle was like sitting there <laughs> re- reading the <laughs> yes. plot to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> he has the script. Yeah. Um, okay, so little gripes I have. Professors are freaking idiots. Okay, like which I'm ones? S- Dude. I, I mean, okay. Other than let me. Hagrid, this is where I realized. This is where I freaking realized it. When freaking Sirius Black is confirmed to be in the school, okay, right. they somehow got all past the Dementors, the impenetrable defenses, um, and he slashed, it's when he originally slashed the fat lady's picture, right? Yeah. Holy crap, he's in the school. Well, children, we checked the castle. Seems clear. <laughs> go about your business, go about your business. Nothing, nothing here, nothing to see here. And then Ron claims to see... Uh, Sirius Black in um, the uh, Gryffindor common room next to his bed with a knife and no one believes him? <laughs> what, what? How is... Why is that impossible? They said, no, no, you're an idiot. That's impossible. That's not... What What are you talking about? You have a freaking con- serial killer in the school that you did not catch. Yeah. And you don't... You cannot confirm that he's gone. Why is everyone not on, like, super high alert? And right. why are you not believing every person who sees Black? They, they took it more seriously in the last book. The last book, yeah, they took it incredibly seriously. Yeah. They're like, holy crap, like, these children are stoned, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. But this one, it's like, no, no, Ron, you had a nightmare. Everyone said he had a nightmare. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Right. And he, Ron's even like, no, look at the, the he's, he, he freaking slashed, like, the curtain. Like, dude, like, he's, he's totally yeah. here. And then I see it, what you mean. So, and then, like, um, they freaking appoint the worst. How does the freaking picture thing work? Because then I'm like, oh, how did he break through? Oh, maybe you because you gave the authority of opening and closing the door to just like the most incompetent. What are they, ghosts or picture portrait? Portrait. Yeah. What do you call them? Portrait. They're, they're ghosts. Portrait ghosts. I'm gonna call them portrait ghosts. Animated portraits. Okay. Yeah. They animated portrait. Why would you give that to him? I don't even know yeah. what sir. What's his name? Um, the knight. Yeah. Essentially. That guy was funny. <laughs> he was funny, but like. These are children's lives. <laughs> Why? They fired him. They, okay. After and they put the fat he let lady the back. serial killer in. I'm just saying they fired him. What do you think, Sydney? You think teachers okay. were dumb this time? It was hilarious because I, I love the idea of firing yeah. <laughs> the picture. Um, but also, like, I could not believe the incumbency of these teachers. Like, sure. with a killer in the school who has a knife. <laughs> just, like, yeah. super crazy. Um, that's really the only, like, big example. And also Hagrid, you know. But, but how'd you feel, Sydney? Did you feel the same way? About the teachers, so the incompetent. Um, on one hand, yeah, I did. I I completely understand like where you're coming mm-hmm. from as far as like why are you not believing Ron whenever right. he says I that he why. saw him. Uh, on the other hand, like from the from a teacher's perspective, you have to balance like student safety with yeah. like wanting to make sure that like you're still doing your job as best you can. So, like, I get it. Like, they're trying to make sure that, okay, we keep calm demeanor. Like, we go through things, you know, rationally. We're not, you know, believing every single tip that comes in our way. Um, I, I I'm kind of with that. you. And I, I was I was going to say, like, I don't know what you expected them to well, do. Well, no, 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 no. It's not that I said the school should be shut down. Sure. It's that the fact that, okay, if they look at the pattern that Sirius Black is following... He's clearly after Harry. Everyone yeah. knows that. Yeah. He has tried to get into the Gryffindor common room already. Everyone knows that. If someone says he's in the common room, I'm sorry. All hands on deck. Not yeah. go back to bed. You're having a nightmare. You stupid child. You right. know, like, that's what I'm saying. That's sure. when I, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't have this problem up until that point. That's yeah. when I was like, 
this doesn't make I any agree. sense. I agree. With Everything that. else, I totally get it. You have to keep the school going, um, especially since like this is a very you know because like, they don't even have the Dementors go in and look at it. No, like not. Well, yeah, yeah because like. Dumbledore's like, no Dementors in the school. I get I'm that, like, but hold on. Just yeah, give yeah. me five. <laughs> just give me five. Just give, give me five Yeah, just, it's like, it's like uh, sending exterminators in. Like, get all the yeah. kids out, send them in there for an hour. Yeah. But no, nothing and then, happens. And then, and then they don't do, even when they confirm Sirius Black was there, nothing happens after that. Yeah. They're like, oh, crap, well, let's just go back to bed. Like, nothing right. really gets done. Yeah. And I get it, Sirius Black wasn't actually trying to murder anyone, but in that, in their mindsets, I'm talking about these teachers, like, in their mindset, like, Holy crap, dude! Like this guy literally was about to murder a child. <laughs> so, like, yeah, he was this close. And what are you gonna do about it? Uh, yeah, whatever. We'll see. I don't know. She addressed my biggest complaints with the with mm-hmm. Harry Potter and Voldemort. This so time. yeah, let's cover the end real quick. Sure. Um, because we're a little we're kind of close on time. Yeah. So the reveal of Sirius adding up. This is kind of what I was talking about earlier. I didn't really get Hogsmeade doesn't really matter a whole lot, but getting to the end. Harry has built up this absolute hatred for Sirius Black, like actual hatred. Like, I'm going to kill this man. He's basically made up his mind. Kind of what I was getting at earlier in the book when, like, he's sort of showing, like, these signs of of aggression, hostility, the capabilities of being a killer. He straight up says, I'm going to basically kill Sirius Black. Um, And then he tries to disarm him with his bare hands. Like, (laughs) but, like, think about, like, he says he disregards all magic. He basically is like, he forgets about magic. He forgets about everything. He just wants to kill this man sure. with his hands. I'm yes. like, holy crap. <laughs> well, I was sitting here like, <laughs> this kid. <laughs> did Sirius Black let him do it? Because I was confused. I was like, how did they take down a grown man? <laughs> yeah. And Sirius was like, <sighs> he turns out to be such a nice guy, but he's like, yes, and I'm going to do it again, essentially. Like, he doesn't, he puts on the murderous persona. Yeah, he starts out, like, he could have easily said, wait, hold on. No, like Peter Pettigrew. They kept on playing this game where it was like, um, just like okay, they go into the exposition where Lupin starts explaining everything, like super big exposition moment. Yeah. But they save the series isn't a killer until the very end. Right. So this whole time Harry's like, I'm gonna kill this man. I'm gonna kill this man. I don't care what you're saying. I'm gonna kill this man. Then he's like, he's not a killer. Uh, It was scabbards. (laughs) It's just like, what are you talking about? And then like there was a back and forth of who do who do I trust? Even as a reader, if you didn't know what the outcome was gonna be, I didn't. Um, who do I trust right, right now? What if they are in cahoots? I like Snape. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm, I trust Snape. No, they, they knocked him out. <laughs> no, they knocked him out. I, um, I misread the um, Patronus part a little bit. Um, I thought Snape ha- saved Harry, but I misread that. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was a shame. Because I, I was like, oh, that would have been a good redeeming art. But... Nope, no uh, redemption here for Snape. No, Snape was basically his own... That's what I'm saying. His only motivation was to get even. Yeah. Which I'm like... Don't worry, there's still uh, four more books. I hope, you know... There's, like, there's I, time. I know, he gets better probably, but I'm like, oh, I wish it was a deeper reason than that. Yeah. Um, But still, it was really cool. Love Sirius Black. I was so happy for Harry. Keep in mind, Snape has reason to keep people at a distance. He doesn't want people to get close. He doesn't want people to care about him or care No, no, him. I get his... No, I told, I'm not yeah. dissing his personality. Right. I'm not happy about him just kind of his only motivation being I'm getting even with these people who right. played a prank on me essentially <laughs> it was a, like alright you know what when you put it that way it's a very thinly yeah. written plot <laughs> um, so yeah that's why I was like come on Snape um, yeah. but no I was so happy for Harry because like it ripped my heart out because like Sirius was like you know what I know you probably don't want to but if you want to live with me like 
I'll be your guardian. Or if you don't want me as your guardian anymore, I totally understand. But like, I am your guardian. I, I'll take care of you. And then Harry's like, I feel the emotion. He's like, yeah. absolutely, please. What are you talking about? Of course, I'll go with you. And he gets ripped away. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that was like a sort of like we, because like, you know, I don't think the books really relate to each other that much right now. I don't know if that was just to like palate cleanser. Right. Like the fact that he flies away on the Gryffindor, but on the Gryffindor, what was it? Hippogriff. Hippogriff, sorry. On the Hippogriff at the end. I was you like, I was clown. Really, I was sorry. <laughs> How I was, do you not know? I'm, lo- I'm sorry. You're not a Potter fan. I'm not. I, I was really, looking, f- I was really looking forward to him to spending time with Sirius. I hope it comes back. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. Such a strong character. I hope he comes back. hope nothing happens. All right. Now we're back to where we need to be. Mm-hmm. We got chocolate frogs. I hope you enjoy this because they were very expensive. Here you go. What's very expensive? <laughs> they were five dollars each. These are five dollars. Five whole dollars. Not like one ninety nine. They did not come off the trolley. No. Actually, I understand why Ron couldn't afford them when they were on the trolley. <laughs> <laughs> if this hops away from me, I'm gonna cry. Honestly. If it touches the ground. Okay. What character did you get, huh? Oh yeah, it comes with a character, huh? Mm-hmm. What character did you get? Oh, I got the best one. But... I can't wait to see. Oh, look, Garrick Ollivander, the guy that sells wands, see? Who'd you get? I got freaking Merlin, dude. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I was Dang like, it. I got Dumbledore, and then I was going to make a reference. If Ron was here, yeah. he'd be like, oh, I got Dumbledore again. <laughs> Same way Charlie Brown gets a rock every time. Every time for Halloween. Mm. Okay, that's fine. We don't have to count so. down. Oh, <laughs> shoot, I'm sorry. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Can I just say, though, this is my closing remark. Something that I had a huge gripe with in the movie, from the book to movie, is that they don't talk about how the Shrieking Shack and the Whomping Willow were part of Dumbledore's plan to help Lupin, Mm -hmm. like, navigate his werewolf um, curse, right? So that kind of made me frustrated because I thought that was a really cool... I thought it was cool, like, again. It was a cool tie back to the last book. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Because now I'm like, holy crap, it was a big deal when they ran the the car into it. (laughs) Sure. So yeah, she's getting a lot better with connecting her books and her story. Um, really interesting to see where it goes. Okay, I agree. They keep cutting out key details mm-hmm. that add a lot of backstory to character. But they keep all the stupid details that no one cares about. Yeah, or add it. Like that one part really? where the, the fat lady, she like denies them entry and she sings and breaks the glass. Mm-hmm. That's not in the book at all. What? So why did they waste time on that and like not... You know, I bet, I, bet, I bet it was both for laughs. It's usually probably mm-hmm. for laughs or whatever. Right. I really want a prequel series. A about, prequel series? Mm-hmm. About um, Voldemort's rise to power. Yeah, I could I find see that. it very interesting. Um, I, I want I, I to might know, figure out why he's so threatening. I, <laughs> I want to know more about his organization because, like, we haven't met, like, any of his, like, true followers yet. We've met, like, people who serve him, I guess, but, like, not the people that they're talking about. Not the people that they made serious sound like, you know? Like, right. Because you said at the very beginning that there are some people, like you meet characters who did serve Voldemort or do serve Voldemort, you know. I'm really looking forward to those characters. I'm talking about Lucius Malfoy. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. No, um, there's more. It was basically confirmed in this book that he kind of still serves Voldemort. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, we already knew that. But, like, oh, yeah, we knew that. Who Sirius basically said he's like all that bullcrap about them making believe that mm-hmm. they don't serve him anymore. I'm like, holy crap. Well, Did you not see how evil Lucius was in the last book? No, no. It's one of those things, like, the audience knew it, but they didn't really confirm it until, like, now. It's like, oh, right. crap. Like, but no one's going to listen to Sirius because mm-hmm. he's crazy. Right. Dude, I'm... it makes me mad that Sirius isn't getting his name cleared. He deserves it. 
Justice for Sirius. Justice for Sirius. Shut up, Caleb. Don't give me those spoiler eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Put those away. I'm just looking at you. Shut up. No. All right. Take it back. All right, guys. That's it for this episode. Um, We might have to start splitting these up into two-parters because we're... There was a lot of... Okay, the books are getting bigger. Way bigger. Way bigger. And And the next one's really big. It's huge. And there's there's no way we can't talk about it in two episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there were a lot of details I think I wanted to go over, but... Yeah, and also it helps that you didn't retain any of the information from the beginning, so... (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, I know. I bet you are. You're still eating that? It's good, okay. You nibble it? Yeah, nibbling. All right, guys. Say bye to Hulk. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us, Sydney. You're welcome. All right. See you all next time, guys.